Welcome everyone to the Bourbon Boys podcast. What began as three drunks writing a weekly newsletter has evolved into four drunks talking into microphones about SEC football. I am Cousin Bailey and joined as always by Malt Liquor, Gus, and our producer, Dr. Riffick. Three of our boys went seven and five for week one, excluding yours truly. I'll turn it over to Gus holding serve as this week's champ. Hey, hey, what's going on? Good week. Big, big win by the Gators. Uh, recap real quick. Because uh, already went over, three of us went seven and five. That'd be yours truly, Malt Liquor, and Dr. Riffick. Cuzzo, Bone Wolf in it, didn't work out four and eight. I'm not saying he's out of it yet, but. Damn, he's pretty close to being out of it. Yikes. Week awesome, one, dude. <laughs> so, did, you, did, you shave, did you shave the beard to change momentum? Yeah, I, I figured I'd shave off the playoff the playoff beard. It uh, didn't help. After that embarrassing performance, I would uh, definitely change my look up too. So Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So before we get into any football talk, because there's going to be a lot of it, what are we all drinking? We'll start. Uh, we'll start with Cuz. All right, all right, all right, fellas. We'll have a quick, quick. Um, so, as everyone knows, I, we we drove up to Birmingham on Sunday and um, for my mother in law's funeral, which was you know lovely. But but as always, stopped at a liquor store before getting to the hotel, and I got um, taken out back by this tiny little Asian lady <laughs> who uh, ran the liquor store because I bought a bottle of Buffalo Trace for about like $20 over MSRP. And I mean, but that was the kind of standard in that, in that, in that liquor store. It wasn't just for Buffalo trace. Cause my wife drinks Hendrix, the lunar one, you guys probably have had that and like it, I guess I like it. Um, that was also 20 bucks over. So um, anyways, the point is, is that I brought that back. And so I'm drinking Buffalo trace now currently. Oh boy. And, and before we get to anybody else's drink, uh, there were some texts going around about, Negroni. Ah, yes. Well, so I had uh, the first night we got there, we got room service and I actually got two Negronis sent up from room service from the bar and they were phenomenal. Um, and I, as everyone knows, I mean, it's not surprising. I just, I'm not as, as, as history, I'm, I'm not going to tell you, as history will tell you, um, 22 years ago, this December, I had the, uh, the night of nights in Chicago with my sister, where I unfortunately had to swear off gin because I drank basically an entire bottle of Bombay Sapphire and spent the entire evening throwing up in her, uh, tiny little apartment's bathroom. So gin has not been my friend, but I, you know, I discovered, I discovered, I saw this, um, one of you, I think maybe doctor brought up the Anthony Bourdain video about how he like, doesn't like Campari doesn't like um, uh, the bitters or whatever that's in it, doesn't like gin, but he likes them all together combined in this. And that's ex- pretty much, I mean, the two out of three, exactly the way I feel. I cannot stand Campari. Gin, while I want to like it, doesn't like me back. But together, it was delicious. I got drunk on that. 
also it was the first night I'd gotten drunk on uh, hard liquor in a couple of weeks. I'm sorry to monopolize this, but the last night before we left, two more Negronis from the bar, little gin heavy by Victoria, the, the sweet bartender lady, but uh, still very delicious. So yes, got drunk on them in honor of Gus. That, uh, that third ingredient is uh, Rosso vermouth. Oh, okay. So, well, I like, I like it. Yeah. I actually like vermouth. Yeah. And uh, I liked your comment. Um, these are dangerous. It's like, yeah. no, they're not. When you're a pro, no, they're not. It takes me at least six or seven to get going. Oof. You just gotta, just gotta get on it, buddy. All right. Head over to malt. What you drinking, man? So you'll probably gather from my voice dealing with a little bit of a cold, but that's not stopping me. I got a hot toddy, which is just like tea and some honey and some bullet bourbon. Uh, we're out of lemon, so there's no lemon, but too bad. That's still delicious. Pretty good. Yeah. Did you take a test? Ba- vanilla tea. So did you take nope, a test? There's a question on the floor. Yeah. A test for what? For COVID, mm-hmm. man. You could die. No, I don't I don't do that. Okay. You have to edit that word out before we get flagged or something. <laughs> The thing is, is at work, we've been doing like our annual employee reviews. So I've been in a conference room with everyone. So if I do have COVID, the whole office has it, which is fun, but pretty sure it's not COVID. This is like the one, to, the one sickness I get like once a year. Ironically, I didn't get it during all the COVID stuff, but anyway, just a head cold. Hey, producer, what, uh, what dragoon are you drinking today? <laughs> oh no, it's way worse. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I I was running late. I didn't have a chance to stop because, you know, it's six o'clock out here. So I had to grab one of the wife's um, <laughs> Blue no. Moon Hazy Juicy IPA. No. <laughs> Actually, right. I've been wanting to try that. Is it good? I like it. I mean, it's for, yeah, for a mass produced one. Yeah, totally. But, Are you using that with Fireball? Or you had a Fireball too? What I had before the podcast is none of your goddamn business, sir. <laughs> Why were you running late there, Doc? I had to make a stop somewhere. <laughs> How about you, Gus? Yeah, so uh, so I'm trying something a little bit different today. Um, trying to put some more hair on my chest. I don't have very much, but just what I used to shave in high school that's grown out. Um, yeah, I know, right? I got a V-neck on too. Look at that. It's just very, very oh, the DP. So uh, in honor of being a bourbon boy, I'm having a bourbon. Uh, Four Roses small batch. And I'm, oh. I haven't had it yet. This is my first sip ever. Let's see. It's two to three fingers. So get this fucking party started. Not bad. Yeah, Not right. Bad. Yeah, pretty that's good. One of Larry's favorites. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great reasonably priced one too. The single barrel is... It's, a fan, it's fantastic, but that's great. I'm glad you had it. Yeah. You have to let us know if our uh, guest bourbon boy gives you shit for drinking bourbon and not scotch. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Bill. Yep. Need to reach out to Bill, actually. See, see what his availability is. Availability. So what a week. <clears throat> Oops. Come into the swamp. Uh, they... They look good. The Utes looked really good. The Gators looked better, except on defense, especially the defensive line. But Anthony Richardson, man, he showed out. It was a it was a hell of a game. Um, I'm really confident about 
them moving forward. Dan Mullen apparently said before that Richardson is better than Cam Newton, and he said this while he was still coaching, and he still didn't play him. So there's that, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, thoughts on the game, Cuz? What's up? So um, you know, obviously I was a little preoccupied. I'm not going to dwell. I don't want to dwell on that for y'all's sake, but. Um, you know, the, the, in my, you know, my, one of my kids was sick, blah, 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 but the game was on. I was basically standing in my room the last 30 minutes of the game. I was literally standing up watching. I mean, that was, it was so incredibly refreshing to feel like we have a chance late in a game. And I mean, in a close game, I know we felt that a couple of years ago, but it's just like historically the past, like 14 years or so, I've just felt like the shoe will drop at some point uh, <laughs> or be thrown at some point. Um, you know, history has kind of indicated that, you know, I'm not confident in the Gators in close games at all, but there was something about it. Like I knew we were going to score on that last drive. I was sitting there saying, I texted a couple of people and I was like, did we score too soon? Kind of like the, the text that, uh, Malt Licker and I shared, unfortunately in the play Bucks playoff game last year, but you know, did you score too soon? And obviously we did score too soon. The defense came up with that miracle play, but man, I was like so emotional after the game, like just combination of everything, but just feeling like happy and confident. And unfortunately I've taken a little too much hopium as someone said, uh, because now I feel like we're going to, you know, like my nine and three is like, like a locked in now, you know, but we'll obviously see, but yeah, defense, obviously kind of a letdown, but I, I, I do uh, get a summary of this really, really long podcast. Uh, called like the Gator Nation football podcast or something like that. And oh, they said, boys. yeah, well, ours isn't very long anymore. We're somehow, but uh, um, the, uh, they, they broke it down really well. And apparently Brenton Cox totally deserved that honor of uh, SEC defense co-defensive lineman of the week. Um, and, and that's great. Uh, like, you know, as long as we can get some, you know, like maybe some cohesiveness and, you know, the, the play, you know, there weren't a lot of stupid penalties, the, the players kind of seemed to know what was going on. There was like one big play that we gave up where the guys weren't set, um, which is, you know, kind of reminiscent of Todd Grantham's defense. But, you know, maybe if we can kind of, I mean, golly, it's the first, first game of a new defensive coordinator, you know, and when we won the game against a top 10 team. So, you know, maybe this week we can show up. So anyways, incredibly happy, overwhelmed with emotion, but just, uh, just, I can't believe it, man. I mean, it was so great. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add. It was fun watching it. Uh, Gus hosted a few of us. Um, so that was, it was nice to, you know, <laughs> just show out and play well and then, then obviously get the win. Um, just checking my text you know, real quick. I, I was impressed by Utah. They definitely played well. They didn't shit the bed. They didn't, you know, so it was a solid win. I mean, we, you know, it's one week, so we don't know how good they're going to be, but they're a pretty good team. It's a pretty solid quarterback. Is it possible that Cam Newton intentionally stole the laptop and threw it out the window just to get away from Dan Mullen? Yeah, could be. Yeah, that's. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, and we've talked about this before where, you know, we watched Felipe Franks for however many years and Kyle Trask was on the bench. And I mean, I don't know, this. Does Bullen want to like prove that he's smart and play the worst guy and win with the worst guy? I don't know. But anyway, 
Um, glad to have Billy in the fold. Um, he seems like he gets it from, you know, what I've heard about some local people that cover him. They all really like him. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. You know, we're not going to, we're not running the table, but, um, I mean, Richardson's going to be fun to watch and he gives us a puncher's chance in basically every game. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to be excited. Um, and I think we'll maintain it. So, uh, you know, I've been known to turn pretty quickly, but, um, definitely going to get Billy a year or two because he doesn't have much other, I mean, other than Richardson, you know, the talent isn't where it's been in the past, but, um, impressed by the running backs too. I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, you know, that kid Johnson, really strong runner, despite the fumble and Etienne was phenomenal despite the fumble, which he did recover. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's, it's gonna be fun. We have good O-line too. Um, we'd like to see a little bit more downfield passing threat, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. They only took one shot down the field that I, that I recall, and it was underthrown. The receiver still should have caught it. I think he just made a really bad play on the ball. He looked like yeah. a, he looked like an outfielder that hadn't like like an outfielder, like a six six year old, you know, trying to figure out how to field a pop fly. So, and and because your invite wasn't there, because you let it be known that you were not going to be around. Plus, there was other things going on. So that's why you didn't get an invite. You're right. I, On that, Gus, I, I just want to say thank you for flying me back home for the yeah, weekend. no problem, man. Thanks no for putting me up too. So, yeah, yeah, no issue. I was issues. about to accept that accept that answer until I just heard that. No, of course, obviously. I mean, you know the the odds of me making it out ever at any time are so slim. But thank you, though. Um, the um, the freaking uh, yeah, the running backs. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. But Johnson. I love it. Etienne, the French dude, as I was calling him. Love him. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the fumbles. Got to work on that. Offensive line was making some serious holes, though. Incredible. Yeah. Something I just have a connection, too. Yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, I don't want to, obviously, as I, you know, the, the hopium comment, I am I, totally, like, injecting it in my veins right now. and Just need to probably reel it back a little i hope kentucky doesn't do that for us this week but loving it sweet so you ready to get into the games let's Hello. do it all right <clears throat> so 12 o'clock kickoff alabama crimson tide at texas ut going to austin so i started doing research and then i forgot it was thursday night football so uh that kind of got in the way but i did do a little bit of research on this game. This is a future SEC matchup. So we'll be welcoming the Longhorns 24. Is that when they're coming? All right. They'll be here eventually. Maybe. Who knows? So the line on this is 20 and a half. As you can probably guess, Alabama is the favorite. The over under 61 and a half. Alabama put it on Utah State. My, my buddy, Big Rod his alma mater. So uh, 55, nothing Texas beat Louisiana Monroe 52 to 10. Um, just doing a little bit of background on this. I, besides, you know, the, the quarterback for Texas Ewers, 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 Quinn. Um, yeah. 
besides him getting towed, um, <laughs> I read that he wasn't the unanimous pick to start this year. Um, all the big hype coming in for him. So, and he really didn't do much. Um, Texas only had 383 yards of total offense on, on UL Monroe. That's not a lot when you compare that. If you look at Alabama, who put everybody and their brother in the game, they they had 559 yards total offense, and they didn't like they didn't let Utah State, which isn't a powerhouse by any means. They they shut them out. They I think they maybe got just over 100 yards total offense. So I think Bama is just going to beat the living shit out of Texas here. Um, it's a big line, but I think. I think Nick will want this uh, on his resume, um, just to show it's just hey we beat a we beat a blue blood even though they've been terrible for I don't know ten years now, um, so he'll he'll want that that win with an exclamation mark. I'm gonna take take uh, Alabama going into Austin and just beating the pants off of of the Longhorns. Yeah, I mean, if anyone has any thoughts about maybe thinking. Texas is going to cover this. Just take a look at what Quinn Ewers looks like. Um, I mean, he looks like he should be, I should be like running him off my front lawn for trying to mow it because dude, I, I don't want you near my house. Um, but I mean, supposedly he's, he, he, Texas has some decent skill guys. They're running back. B. John Robinson's pretty good. They got a good receiver. Their offensive line is really young. Um, so that's going to be problems against Bama. Um, you know, uh, Bryce Young's just going to line them up again. Um, I'm basically going to take Bama against any number until they don't cover it. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't bet the house on this one, but I, like I said, I, I don't have any faith in Texas. Um, I saw some insane stat where like, since like 2010 or something like Texas has had or like Bama has had more people drafted by the NFL in the last like two years than Texas had in the last like 10 or 12, something like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a joke. Uh, so big Bama statement game bet against the redneck lawn man and take uh, Bryce Young, the uh, Dr. Pepper commercial star. Yeah, I don't uh, know if this is will have, will play anything into it, but you know, Sarkeesian was was in the the Bama rehab program, right? So maybe you know this might be another example of no, no, yeah, he was like the OC, but so the bit of mean this might be an example of another Saban um, acolyte just getting you know shit canned by his uh, former coach. I know that was eliminated last year but <clears throat> Alabama is tough Alabama, uh, Texas I, I was not I mean they 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 did what they had to do last week or but until until they're actually back they ain't they ain't back um to you know to use their own words against them I think this is going to be a total shit can kind of game um I, you guys kind of said it all Bryce Young is going to have a field day that the time is what's hilarious to me too. This, you know, I don't know why the Big Twelve thinks it's like so like bougie to have a, a noon game on Fox. Like, you know, why that's like their thing. 
I think it is so lame and Bush league and freaking just so big 10 of them. And they, they think they, I don't know why, I don't know why it just rubs me the wrong way. I think Alabama is just going to go in there down to business and just, you know, boat race them. Roll tide. Doctor. Uh, yeah. It's going to sweep this one too. And this one's for the uh, real queen, not the fake queen that died today. So this is for the, uh, Queen of Birmingham. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Why do people get so fucking worked up over that? I mean, God damn it. We're no clue. Dude, we fucking rebelled against them. They're the fucking enemy. I get it. We're, we're allies now. We need to be allies, but Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with her. Like, I actually kind of like gained some respect by watching The Crown on Netflix you know, or, or some more interest in her. And I'm, and I'm kind of sad, you know, like the few English people I know are quote unquote mourning, but yeah, I mean, th- this isn't going to move the needle very much. So, but, but, you know, whatever. She's like the only queen I've known since, you know, I was alive. So it's, it's one of those kind of almost celebrity who has never done anything negative to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm moved ish by it, but yeah, I'm not going to, I'm actually, and I, I mean, you can edit this out because I don't want to sound like a total heartless son of a bitch, but I'm very- Why are we editing just, out bad statements? Well, no, I just, what I'm trying to say is like, I don't care. I don't, you can if you want. I don't know if you're in the, in the, in the whatever. My point is, is that I am like really interested in seeing the coronation of a new monarch in England. I mean, for historical purposes, I mean, to be alive for that. Obviously, I mean, people- lived were born lived and died without seeing a new it was kind of like all those red Foss and red sox fans it's almost like seeing history that no that's that no one's seen in like 70 years or whatever it was it's kind of interesting so, so like i just want to say uh, she didn't die under trump's watch so i'm just gonna say that <laughs> so i have a few comments um actually one of my cousins and his wife are in london right now which is kind of weird but um, I thought she was a credit to the monarchy. But the fact that her son is taking over just illustrates how dumb having a monarchy is. Right. Like, I mean, whatever. I, I'm glad that we were founded by England because any, basically any country that wasn't like based on like the English principles of common law and free markets and all that is a piece oh, of yeah. shit country. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but you know, most of my family's Irish. So, but, um, yeah, but you mentioned being the only queen. I think of, I don't think I'm going to think of anyone else as like really royalty anymore. Like Prince Charles. It's kind of like how like John Paul is the the second is the only Pope that I really care about. Yeah. You know, no, I actually, that's Catholic. So, or a lot Catholic, but, uh, yeah, it's just she's the she's all she'll if I think of Queen, I'm always gonna picture her. If I think of a Pope, I'm always gonna picture John Paul II. So yeah. she had a great life. 70 years, she gotta credit that. And she didn't embarrass herself. So no. that's I think that's yeah, you know, that's kind of like my 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 point. It's like she never did anything. Like Prince Charles is, you know, he's got some things I like about him, but he's definitely got some things I don't like about him. And, there, you know, there's so many other, there's many, many members of the monarchy that have embarrassed themselves or, you know, done stupid shit under her watch. So it's not like I hold it in some like high regard. I mean, I, I do all the pomp and circumstances if I was ever invited to court, which I never will be, but 
but I mean, you know, that's kind of where it, where it ends. I just, I totally agree. Like after this, it's kind of, it's not real anymore or, you know, significant, but like I said, seeing the coronation, like some a historical moment that people haven't seen since like the thirties or whatever, or whenever she, you know, like whenever she took over in the forties, that's going to be kind of cool to see, but that's it pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're American and you're upset about this, I, I don't get it. Um, and then this is something that's pretty funny. Um, this is something that the Irish Times wrote about having, so it's like having a monarchy next door is a little like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and has a house daubed in clown murals, displays clown dolls in each window, and has an insatiable desire to hear about the discussed clown-related news stories. More specifically for the Irish, it's like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and also, your grandfather was murdered by a clown. That's more specifically. Yeah. <laughs> wow. On. Beyond oh, this, it's the stuff of children's stories. Yeah. Having a queen as head of state is like having a pirate or a mermaid or Ewok as head of state. What's the logic? Bees have queens, but the queen bee lays all of the eggs in the hive. The queen of the Britons has just laid four British eggs. And one of those is the sweatless creep Prince Andrew. So it's hardly deserving of applause. I mean, our head of state's Joe Biden right now, but yeah, that's great writing right there. But we can vote him out. Yeah, I would say I would cry. I would cry if Kate Middleton died because she's still a show after having a couple kids. She's great, wonderful lady. Yeah, well, Markle's going to take her out. That's what's going to happen. Is William's going to get killed? And then Harry and Meghan will take over. Game of Thrones style. <laughs> Sounds right. That would actually make it really interesting. I mean, I'm not saying I'm advocating any of that, but man, that would be some yeah. interesting shit. All right. Next game. From kings and from kings and queens to cocks and hogs. <laughs> South Carolina and Arkansas. We got Arkansas, the home favorite, laying seven and a half points. It's a nooner again, or an 11er for them. Um, Last week, uh, really close game against Cincinnati. I mean, it was never like, I think Arkansas was always kind of up a score or two. Um, Cincinnati, I think, could have, they, they kind of played with them. They had a couple turnovers that, and some red zone issues. But, you know, Arkansas looked pretty good on – very good on offense. I was impressed by some of the receivers that filled in. You thought maybe they'd have some trouble with some explosive plays with Burks being gone, but they seemed to move in pretty well against a pretty good Cincinnati defense, um, cer- certainly a front seven defense. South Carolina was uh, – they covered the number, but I looked at the box score, and they only did so by virtue of two fourth-quarter block punts which is very on brand for Beamer. Um, you know, they had, obviously, a, he's known for special teams. His dad's known for special teams. Um, but when you look at this kind of the breakdown of, of the matchup, I think this number is pretty close. Um, but I don't I was not impressed by Spencer Rattler's stats. Um, and Arkansas's weakness on defense is they're back in. But I just think in the home, Rock is crowd. He's not going to be able to deal with that, or at least not enough to keep the keep up the pace with KJ and boys. So um, I don't love this. I would never bet this, but I, I'll lay the points and take the Hogs at home. 
Uh, yeah, I actually, I totally agree. I, I'm still going to be bullish on, on, uh, on Arkansas. Uh, last week, I know, I know I talked about the deficiencies of uh, Cincinnati and the game was closer than I thought. It seemed like it was kind of going like every time I thought the hogs might have a chance to pull away, you know, Cincinnati did something else here and there, but I still like it. I mean, like, you know, I, I, Kind of, I like Sam Pittman as like my not my f- second favorite coach in the league, but just like you know one that I have a lot of not I don't mean to say second favorite, but so, a, a coach that I wouldn't mind having on Florida. Like he seems to know what the fuck he's doing. I mean to bring like the dumpster fire that it's like you know eliminated how many coaches jobs over the past few years, um, and and kind of bringing them to semi relevance is is interesting and. I'm, you know, that's not to take away from Shane Beamer. Um, you know, he seems to have a good head on his shoulders and he's obviously got the pedigree and, you know, he's probably learned a lot from his father, but in this particular case, I'm probably going to agree with you. Um, seven and a half. It just, I, I think these teams might be, I don't want to say closer, but I'm still going to, I'm still going to take uh, the home favorites though. Uh, but yeah, totally wouldn't touch this game if I had to. Yeah. I think Arkansas is going to win by at least 14. Uh, so I'll take I'll take the Hogs. Uh, I thought it was a pretty – Cincinnati played better than I thought they would. Um, yeah, I, I, I caught some of the game. It was like off and on. I wish I would have seen more. Actually, for some reason, I like watching Arkansas play. I don't know if it's just I like watching K.J. Jefferson. He's just, he's just so big, and he, yeah. he's good. He's good. I don't You're know. You're too like, busy trying to get your damn fucking antenna to work. Yeah, yeah. That didn't We're work. hoping Bielema comes back. So one of the two. I, I mean Pittman. I mean Bielema's kind of a poor man's Pittman, maybe. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I kind of like Beamer too. Yeah, Beamer's not <laughs> bad. Um, I think. I think he'll have the program better in another year or two. But they're they're not there yet. And when I say better, I mean they'll just be middle of the road, SEC East. You know, yeah. and that's that's good for South Carolina. That is, it's it's good for them. I just I don't see them going in to Fayetteville and beating the Hogs or covering this line at all. We'll see what happens. You know, I I didn't I didn't watch most of the game, but you know when you say that Malt about Spencer Rattler like just not really doing great, then. You know, that's kind of – I thought he would do a hell of a lot better. So um, – but that wouldn't change my mind either way. I just – I'll take Arky. Second sweep of the week. Let's go. <clears throat> well, I guess maybe we could get prepared for another sweep. I'm not sure how you guys are going to feel about this game. But um, let me just pull up the uh, – pull. Up. I don't actually what, – what did we settle on the Is this a scrimmage? Because I thought these were the same team. Right. Usually they are. Right. Notes. There we go. Okay. So uh, in the third game of the week, and I'm, I'm not, we're not going to spend a terrible amount of time on this. Uh, talked about it in the green room a little bit, but Wake Forest traveling to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is rising 2 and 0. They've scored 100 points more than any other team because they played two games um, in the SEC. Wake Forest, uh, they dispatched with VMI last week, and I looked at the, the stats, and they had exactly what you'd expect from uh, playing a FCS-type team. Uh, but 
I mean, Wake Forest has kind of been not the joke they used to be. Um, Vanderbilt's trying to get out of that shadow of being terrible. Um, Vanderbilt's a 12 and a half point home dog. That line was updated just a few, just seconds ago from the breaking news desk. Um, it's not going to take much for me to pick Vander, uh, Wake Forest to uh, beat Vanderbilt. I, 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 as I said, they've, they haven't been like the terrible team they were. I think Vandy uh, is going for three or four in a row against Wake Forest, but the last time they played was 10 years ago or something like that. And that's when the teams were, you know, where you could like, you know, switch them out for each other. Uh, I, I, I Wake Forest quarterback almost threw for 300 yards last week and they ran for 200 plus. So uh, I think that Vandy's going to get probably brought down to taken down to reality this week. So I'm taking uh, Wake. Yeah. So I was going to just roll on my uh, Vandy wave here, but I mean, what they, there should have been a line on that Elon game last week. There should have been because they only won, I think by 11. It wasn't much. It was like 42 to 31 or 41 to 31, something like that. Not very impressive. I guess they, they need like a six hour flight to get them juiced up to play football. Like they put it on Hawaii the week before. Yeah. I mean, wake They're They're a decent team. I mean, they were good last year. Um, They did good in their open this year. So I, I'll just, I'll take Wake Forest here. Fortunately, I I wanted to keep going with Vandy. I wanted to do the opposite of malt liquor where he's taking Alabama until they don't cover. I I was thinking about doing that with Vandy, but I think that'll be this week. So give me Wake. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll gladly go Bama versus Vandy in any sort of contest. It's not, doesn't involve studying. Um, But uh, yeah, it's my lock of the week. I, I like Wake. It's funny. I, didn't know anything about Wake, and then I saw the rot, like the schedule of games, and I saw they were wait, ranked. I'm like, wait, Wake is ranked? Then I actually looked at what they did last year. They won 10 games last year, and the reason the number moves so much is they're getting their quarterback back, Sam Hartman, who's really good quarterback last year. I guess he had some blood clot issues, so they're expecting him back. They have a really good offense. Vanderbilt came back to earth and gave up 31 points to freaking Elon. Um, but I just noticed that and if any of you said anything about Hartman, I wasn't listing. It was because I was transfixed by, as I looked at the stats on Wake's game against VMI, I noticed that VMI's nickname, does anyone know what their nickname is? The Cadets? I don't know. The Key Dets. The Key Dets. So yeah. it's spelled K-E-Y-D-E-T-S. So I had to find out how the fuck that happened. Um, and basically... <laughs> They have like a kangaroo as their mascot, but that's not has nothing to do with key dads. Um, but anyway, the source and or meaning of the nickname key dads is not as easy to find. The problem lies in the fact that there's no definite meaning that has been found for the word. There been plenty of explanations offered, but none have been convincingly substantiated. The United States Military Academy claims that it was a word used to denote the gray of the standard uniform of a cadet. One less factual definition is that due to the Southern drawl, some of the members of the VMI Corps, the common term cadet was transformed into key debt. That was going to be my, that was going to be my, my, uh, yes. I was certain it was going to be something racist and they, that that they somehow kept the secret or not racist necessarily, but you know, some kind of skull and bone shit, like where they just kept the 
secret for a hundred years, hundreds of years. Yeah. Like you stick a key inside somebody's orifice or something. Right. If you happen to know what it is, then you're dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like wake lock of the week. Yay. Three in a row. Uh Oh, do you think I'm going to go lone wolf anymore? Uh, yeah, you will. No, I got a feeling there'll be some differences in this game. Maybe not. I thought picking against Florida would be a good luck charm. So you're welcome. All right. Oh, so you're you're the reason. Okay, got it. Thank you. You're welcome. You self-sacrificing human being. I'm done with that shit. You're welcome. All right, so we're rolling into our fourth noon game of the week. We have your Missouri Tigers headed to Manhattan, right? Kansas State's in Manhattan, Kansas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I was like thinking about that. Kansas State's favored by seven and a half. They have Adrian Martinez of Nebraska fame as their quarterback. Wow. So I don't know if that helps or hurts. So is it is it an Adrian Martinez problem that he hasn't been great, or was it a Scott Frost problem? And talk about, well, I guess we wouldn't say dodging a bullet hiring Mullen over, over him, but over okay. Frost. They've had some success. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They've had yeah. no success. So Adrian, Mar- I thought for sure because I, I, the only Martinez I was thinking of was Taylor Martinez. Taylor. Yeah, I was like, is Taylor Martinez? I thought maybe that was the same guy, but no, they're not. Anyway, and they're not even related. No. Yeah. So I, I watched the Nebraska game or caught part of it. I want to say last year, and I saw the Martinez, and I thought the same thing. I'm like, is this guy still there? Yeah, is Taylor Martinez still in Nebraska? Um, no, it's Adrian. So he's not m- much of a of a throwing threat. He's kind of a more of a running quarterback, but which fits Kansas State's mold. They really don't have passers. Um, Missouri, uh, they played Louisiana Tech last week. It was a pretty big win, I think. Um, it was, I think they beat them fifty two to thirty four, something something like that. I don't. I honestly don't know where to go here because both of these teams are they're kind of the same to me. They're okay. Like Kansas State will go on runs. Missouri, I guess you can say will go on a run because they what they won the East twice now or something like that since they joined the SEC, which is just ridiculous. Um but yeah, I man, I don't know. I'm going to take I'll take Missouri here. I think it'll be a closer game than 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 a touchdown, so yeah, give me Missouri. There's not much comment. Drinkwitz, he's mad at his team, how they played. Even they put up 52, they pro- probably won't do that the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the other side of this. I don't really have a lot of thoughts. This is just kind of an old-school Big 8 contest yep. um, back when we had regional conferences. But um, I'll take uh, I'll take the home team and lay the points. This is kind of one of those games that's going to let me know how Missouri is going to be the rest of the year, and that's why I'm, I, I I would possibly hesitate. But I'm gonna they're gonna to have to <laughs> show me because Missouri is the show me state. They're gonna to have to show me how they are going to be this year. Um, but it looks like uh, when you say Kansas State's a running team, you're basically you undersold that, and you said it perfectly. I mean, they're they passed for 95 yards last week and ran for 297. Um, whereas 
Missouri beat up on La Tech. They had 235 in the air and 323 on the ground, I guess. I mean, this is a – Skip Holtz wouldn't stand for that on the ground with his defense. <laughs> yeah. Does he talk like that too? No. Sure. I never even heard him talk. I, mean, I know he was the coach at USF for all those years. Let's just assume he does. I like it. Makes sense to me. Um, not that I have a problem with people with speech impediments. Good God. I'm not like a psycho. It's just kind of funny to make fun of that family. Um, yeah, I can't say what they beat South Dakota. Not the good South Dakota last week, 34 to zero. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pony up to whatever uh, malt liquor's drinking and take Kansas State. And then uh, maybe Missouri will prove me wrong. I picked against Missouri last week and they fucked me. So, yeah, might as well do it again. Dr. River. Uh, I'll take Mizzou. No. Yes. House divided. Splitsville. Cannot stand. This portion of the Bourbon Boys picking the SEC is brought to you by Pandemic Sauce Company. Amidst a worldwide pandemic and lockdown with nothing but time on his hands, a friend of the podcast started experimenting in his kitchen to occupy his time. He soon discovered a knack of combining a variety of peppers with fruit juices to create some unique barbecue sauces. After sharing his sauces with family and friends, he now decided to share them with the rest of the world and the goal to become your new favorite sauce. You can enter code BourbonBoys at checkout for a discount at PandemicSauceCompany.com. And again, I know I said it last week, but um, I've, I've tried some of the more mild flavors. I know jalapeno apple, delicious. I'm using the uh, mango habanero, I think, this weekend. Uh, but we've also got pineapple reaper, scorpion guava, and blueberry ghost. And I think he's also experimenting with a couple others. So um, that's PandemicSauceCompany.com. What was the discount? Pardon me? What's the discount? You enter the code. He didn't tell me exactly what it was, but at, at checkout, you enter code Bourbon Boys for a discount. So, all right. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes, We're sir. moving forward. Progress. Yes, sir. Is he pre- has he got a backup server for all our listeners crashing his site? <laughs> he is prepared. He said he's prepared. He has something. He mentioned NASA, App State. After a thrilling loss, heartbreaking loss to uh, the Blue Bloods from uh, Chapel Hill, they go into uh, the opposite of Blue Bloods, A&M, College Station, the Aggies, lay in 19. Um, They uh, eh, didn't do great their last game. Haynes King threw a couple picks, Um, you know. Uh, just kind of a mad performance. They did get a shutout. I think it was like 31 to nothing against, was it Sam Houston State they played? Um, but this just seems like the kind of matchup that's Taylor made for AM. They've got, you know, a lot of talent down in the trenches. So I think they'll just kind of wear down Appalachian State. They're, you know, AM's not a finesse team like UNC. So I think this is a better matchup than, um, than that, obviously. It's not in at in Boone, so um, A and M will have the home field advantage, and I think App State will be a little bit felt felt like they let one get away and kind of be a little down in the dump. So I'll lay the points and take the Aggies. Yeah, I uh, I agree there. I'm going to go with the Aggies here. I I think if it wasn't such a roller coaster of a game for App State that you know maybe they 
they would put up a better fight. But I, I agree with you there, Malt, that they're probably on a down. That was that was emotionally draining for them. Who knows? I'd love to see them beat Texas A&M. But I, I just don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah. And, man, I just – that was one of the games I actually watched. I watched the fourth quarter and just, man, convert that two-point conversion. Like, run a better route, have a better throw, and App State wins. So, man, that just – I felt bad for him because what the fuck is Mac Brown doing still coaching? Does he even know what's going on? He's like Tony LaRusa, Like, just mm. no fucking clue of what's going on. Falling asleep. So, anyway – a and M, who gives a fuck? I, you know, I would, I would take the over on this. It's uh, the lines at fifty-five. I would, I would take the over on this. I think A and M's going to score a lot of points. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, App State, for all of their, you know, they, they have had some positives in the past, you know, year, but I think they made it to the conference championship. They lost to Billy Napier's team, but. You know, they had a two-point loss last year to uh, Miami, went on a run, lost to Louisiana, went on a, a big-time run, but who'd they play? And then lost in the championship game. Um, that game, you know, like, yeah, I have nothing for UNC. I mean, I probably, had I been paying more attention, would be rooting for App State. And this week, of course, I've got nothing for a and I would um, – they, but I just what I kind of love is like they spent like a billion dollars. I know like a lot of the players haven't, you know, are, you know, may not be starters at this point, but it was kind of a lackluster win and really didn't give them something to yell about because they've got that midnight yell tradition, which I find kind of kind of annoying. Um, AM, that is, <clears throat> along with most of their alumni and school in general. Um, I think this is probably a game that they're going to take, you know, take, take two app state. They're just, they're out there. App state is outclassed in this game. Like uh malt liquor said in the trenches where it counts, especially, you know, kind of a welcome to the sec kind of game. Uh, this is a lot of points, but I think I'm going to just, I think I'm going to lay it anyways. Um, so uh, gig them as they say. Another sweep. Yeah. Another sweep. If they would have won last week, I'd, I'd really be thinking about taking App State, but I think yeah. you're right, Gus. They're just drained. So we're playing minus 19. I think I may have said minus 17 for the listeners. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. Just kidding. Appreciate the clarity. So uh, sticking with 330, I guess we haven't entered SEC play, but this is a hell of a freaking uh, matchup. I, I am a huge fan of Pittsburgh right now um that game last week was super exciting uh, it was the backyard brawl west virginia playing at pit in the whatever the steelers stadium is called um Heinz. very hans that's right very exciting very exciting game came down to a last last play and also i think the the the, the game winning score was on an interception return for a touchdown so very exciting. Uh, Tennessee did, did what they had to do to Ball State. I, I think uh, they're feeling the hype again, which which make, which kind of makes me excited for when they come crashing down. Um, Pittsburgh is a home underdog to Tennessee. Uh, 24-ranked Tennessee, 17-ranked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a six-and-a-half-point dog 
at home. Um, I am going to go ahead and say I like Pittsburgh in this game. I am not saying it's going to be Tennessee might win close, but Pittsburgh's defense is going to is way different than Ball State, and I'm just not going to believe in Tennessee until I see them play. You know, maybe I will. Maybe I'll be a believer after this week. I, I do like their quarterback, but Pittsburgh is was just was just mean and dirty and nasty, and I mean that in all complimentary kind of ways. Um, it was uh, just like Ampipe in all all the right moves. They were just nasty and dirty, and Tom Cruise is going to get that breakup, you know, and uh, oh, but he might commit a pass interference on the goal line. Yeah. Well, anyways, here we go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna roll with the Pitt Panthers this week. Yeah, uh, kind of scared because I'm with you. Um, oh shit! It's not Sorry, so much. Man. I mean, Pitt's a good team. I just the Vols need to prove it to me first before I'm gonna lay points on the road and back them as a road favorite against a decent team. Um, I think this is kind of close to where the number is gonna be, but I'm not yet a believer in Fat Boy. So uh, I'll stay with uh, – they still have Narduzzi. Is he still their coach? Yeah, I believe so. I'll stay yeah. with the Nard Dog and uh, take, the home, take the home under Nard Dogs. That was terrible. <laughs> Nard Dog. We have an office. Yeah. What are you doing here? So, yeah, this was tough. I just – I never know what – I never know what team for Pittsburgh is going to show up. This is – you know, they're historically – they play to the level of their competition, I'll say that, I think. Um, Tennessee has an offense. Pittsburgh may have a defense, but Tennessee's offense is really good. You know, they're – they are they played well last week. They played well at the end of the, the year last year. I, I think they're going to win, and I think they're going to win by a touchdown, which that covers. So, I'm – not much else to say here. Just – yeah, give me the balls going into Pittsburgh and winning. And Pittsburgh also came off of a very emotional game in the backyard brawl. So um, it was good to see the backyard brawl back. I didn't know I had been hadn't been Forever, so right? many years. Yeah, like I had no clue. But, yeah, so give me Tennessee. Hmm. How about uh, Doc? I'll be with you, Gus. And it's not Heinz Field anymore. It's Agrisher Stadium. So now, Agrisher, the hell's that? that? A, is that a weed dispensary? I don't I think it's a uh, fertilizer, and I'm making yeah. that up. There you go. Is that right? But nobody calls it that. They all, everyone still calls it Heinz. Good. They should. All right. What's so, the, uh, what's the baseball stadium's name? Three Rivers. PMC. PNC. That's right. Three Rivers. Yeah. Are the killer wow. be in there at Three Rivers? On Bell and Bonilla. That's where uh, uh, Bruce Sid Willis Green. used to patrol the uh, waterways. He was oh, a yeah. water dog. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't played in – it was 11 years. I mean, that's amazing because, I mean, obviously we grew up with it being played every year, right? Yep. Yeah. Then, I mean, especially yeah. in the 90s when, like, I really started paying attention to college football. But I mean, what, they're an hour, hour and a half away from each other? Something like that. I've, I've made yeah. that before. It's not that far. You've been to West Virginia? Yes. Well, I drove through. Well, no, I've been I've I've been to West Virginia. I've stayed a couple. Oh, that's years. true. Probably the cabins, right? Uh, well, I've been skiing there. I used to mm-hmm. have a lot of work there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. I I just remember I was at a casino in Charlestown, 
Is it Charlestown? Capital. What's that? That's the capital. No, 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 no. It's not Charleston. I think it's Charlestown. Oh. That's what it is. So it's in eastern West Virginia. It's really close to the Virginia border. I was in a casino there. This is a decent casino. The uh, clientele is something to be desired. But there is a the bartender that was working there must have been eight months pregnant. They were still smoking inside. And it was just smoke everywhere. And I'm like, what are you doing working here? And she's like, I don't see the problem here. Like, hmm. I ain't smoking. I'm like, okay, sounds good. You telling me I don't care about my kid? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll die of fentanyl in about 10 years. Yeah, it's oh, dealing. So Charlestown. Charlestown, yeah. Is right by Harper's Ferry. Yes, yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, and I did my work in Mechanicsburg. Mechanicsville? Mechanicsburg. Okay. Yeah, it's right there. It's all Harper's Ferry. We'll move on to our first 7 o'clock game, which is the Kentucky Wildcats going to Gainesville to face the Florida Gators. The line on this is Florida is favored by six over under for those of you out there listening, uh, 52 and a half. I'm going to take Florida. Uh, there's a couple reasons why one Kentucky beat the Blaine Gabbert brother led Miami of Ohio team last week. Um, didn't seem too impressive. Levis. Let me actually look at this. Levis is his, QBR was something to be desired. Like he had over 300 yards passing. I think he had three touchdowns, maybe threw a pick. His QBR was 46. So that's not very good. Um, And more importantly, they don't have anybody really at running back. Like they just, they don't, you know, they only put up 353 yards of total offense against Ohio. That was 303 of that was, was Levi's throwing 303 yards so you know it's just seeing just seeing what the Gators are capable of against really good competition last weekend I I just think that it's it it's it's foretelling of what the season is going to be I don't think Kentucky's going to be the darling that they were supposed to be this year they're ranked 20th okay um the Gators jumped what to number 12 in the AP poll. Holy shit. I think that may be a little bit too high for this point in the season. Let's see what they do. I'm not saying they can't get there. I don't saying they don't deserve it, but it's one game. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm the, I feel the same way about Kentucky being 20, you know, like that's like, really like, or they're 20th best team. I, yeah. So for me, uh, I think Florida is going to continue their game plan of running the ball. And I think they'll, They'll do well. I mean, Miami of Ohio rushed for 111 yards on that Kentucky defense. I don't know how much of that was in garbage time or not. And they held the game close until in the first half, you know, it was 13 to 10. And then Kentucky scored 17 in the third quarter. That was kind of the end of the game. But but I think Kentucky's going to have a really hard time with the Gators. And, man, I got – I probably have the Gators by 17 in this game. And uh, that'll be my lock of the week. I probably would take the under on this, though. I'll probably take the under. There won't be much offense from either team. It'll be like a twenty to three game, or you know, some somewhere in that that realm. So, so um, I'm kind of a two minds about this game. Um, I mean, 
last four games that both these teams have split and the game, one of those Gators were really lucky to win. Um, and then I think the game before that one, they were pretty lucky to win. Um, so kind of like, if, like I said, I two minds about this. So if you, if you known Kentucky for the last several years and you watched that second half and what Utah did, you're going to expect that Kentucky's going to play a lot of, you know, jumbo sets, two tight ends, try to run it down or throw it on defense. Um, and then, you know, if that, if, if that is their model, then I could easily see them winning the game, right? Especially if we make a couple mistakes on offense. Um, that is definitely a realistic scenario that I can see in my mind. The other thing to look at is, well, okay, they've got, a relatively new offensive line. I think they lost two starters to the NFL last year. They're without Chris Rodriguez. They're without their next two running backs. So they're going to be playing Cavo C smoke. And that's my rule. If, if you try to like name your kid after something and spell it wrong, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Cavassier. Um, that's not how you spell Cavassier. <laughs> so I call him Cavo C. And uh, just like I say, Latinx instead of Latinx. If you're going to be dumb, I'm going to be dumb with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that they're going to want to try to play Utah Bully Ball. Um, but uh, I think we're going to be ready for that. And then their Mayo fucking freak quarterback who has been shit his whole career on the road is going to have to make some plays in the swamp. And I just think it's going to come down to which quarterback's better. And I think ours is better. You know, maybe Kentucky will scheme up and try to keep them in the pocket a little bit more than Utah did. I think Utah's a pretty well-coached team. Yeah. And Utah was preparing for Richardson. They were going to try to keep him in the pocket too. So that's not always easy to do. Um, so I think, uh, I think this is kind of Vegas laid this line to try to get people to bet on Kentucky and people still didn't, which is why it moved to six, but I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win by a couple touchdowns going away. So I'm going to take the Gators and lay the points. I tend to agree with you. Um, obviously this is a different scenario than Utah, but Utah, as you said, had an entire off season to prepare for Anthony Richardson and Kentucky is now going to have to completely change their game plan around as denoted by like um the way their linebacker, the same linebacker that said he was going to shut down Kyle Pitts is now talking shit about Anthony Richardson saying that he's never seen anyone like him, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to, and, and uh, just little side note, there's a, um, the guy who runs the a quarterback school in Jacksonville or in the area. He also is on a radio show in Jacksonville on 1010 XL. And he coached, Anthony Richardson and like audibly laughed when he was told about the comments by the Kentucky linebacker about how they're going to spy him. Um, Richardson is a different kind of breed. He's very like, 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 you know, he can't, you know, we saw that like basically that two point conversion play sums up everything we know about Richardson. Uh, the way he like juke pump fake made a dime throw, you know, it wasn't a very long distance, which is, you know, positive for, uh, for Richardson, but um, well, I feel like they can scheme away his deficiencies. Well, let me let me jump in real quick there too. Yeah. The other thing about Richardson, 
you can spy on them all day long, but that means someone's going to be running free. And there's one exactly. thing Richardson, Richardson, he makes all the reads before he runs. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's, he's a capable running back. He's a willing runner, but he's not a running quarterback. Like right. he will make every single read. And then if it's not there and he's feeling pressure, he'll go. But so have a spy. That's great. There'll be zipper. will be running across the middle wide open. Awesome. Yeah, man, that, that, that'd be fantastic. And I mean, and I, I think I like, you know, Pearsall, I don't really, I obviously we haven't seen much of him, but he had 67 yards. He led the team. I think it was like six catches, 67 yards he, or whatever it was. Uh, I read an, I read a little thing about him today. Like the guy just will not drop. Like he will, he will not let himself drop the ball. So um, I'm a, I know he's, I know we don't have any real burners, but they're going to have to pick their poison against Richardson. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Uh, I, um, I'm not sure if anyone caught the comment that malt liquor made. The guy is not from Mayo, Florida. He fucking puts Mayo in his coffee and Levi, the quarterback for Kentucky. And listen, I I'm, I'm a Mayo. I'm a, I'm an okay Mayo guy. Like I'll put Mayo on my chicken salad. I'm fucking on my sandwich, but there is a point where I will draw the line. And that is, you know, scoops of mayo in your mouth mayo where it doesn't belong like in fucking coffee i mean the guy is a fucking serial killer Uh, and and he needs to be put down and it's going to happen this weekend i hope but yeah i like florida i like florida by 10 plus i like florida by maybe two touchdowns so yeah i'll take i'll take the gators let's go ahead and sweep this one and i will make this my lock of the week and i'll parlay it with the under for plus 260 Nice. Ending. I look forward to the days where we're like back to three touchdown favorites over fucking Kentucky. Yeah. I, I do miss those days. <laughs> Can I say like, you know, like someone took issue with me saying something like that a couple of years ago about how like Ole Miss needs to kind of go back to where they belong. Kentucky, like I, I find I don't, I, I'm off the Ole Miss like hate because actually I kind of like Kiffin. I want to see what Kiffin can do at Mississippi as long as it doesn't, you know, harmful or, you know, like harmfully impact Florida. But yeah, Kentucky just needs to fucking get over themselves. I'm sorry. Your stadium is new. It's named after a fucking Clorox smelling fucking piece of shit that that is buying up Winn-Dixie's. I mean, big fucking deal, Kroger. All right. I, I get it. I mean, play basketball. I mean, their own basketball coach called them out, called out the team, the football team, saying that Kentucky is a basketball school. I mean, so just everybody knows it. Just fucking go back to eight and four, to six and five, go to a bowl game, go to that Liberty Bowl and fucking enjoy yourselves. I'll be rooting for you in that Liberty Bowl. Just get the fuck off of our fucking lawn. I agree. Uh, all right, so Ole Miss, speaking of, uh, yeah. they have a fucking – joke game against the central arkansas bears so kind of a cool looking bear it's purple and it's growling at you so not a not a bad mascot but that's about it um somehow this is a fbs team the san jose state the fuck are they the aztecs or trojans or something spartans right Aztecs, marshall fall baby no, that was San Diego. Uh, that was San Diego. Yeah. Whatever. Oops. It doesn't matter. 
I'd just like to point out 41% of the SEC is in the top 25 right now, by the way. That's fantastic. What are they? The Spartans, or they have Spartan Spartans. helmets. Yeah. They're a space grant college, whatever the fuck that means. Um, yeah. Space available, okay. so we gave my grant. You can tell how much I care about this game. Auburn, again, another cupcake for Harson to hold off their insane alumni who, um, I mean, I guess if you are likely to work with a bunch of Bama fans at whatever your office is, that's probably going to drive you a little bit nuts. But uh, Auburn is a 22-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, they didn't look great against Mercer. Um, but you know who didn't look great last week? That's San Jose State. They squeaked past something called Portland State. By oh, like the Vikings, five. baby. The Vikings. Is that in actual Portland? It is in Portland. It's in downtown Portland. When I lived in Portland and I attended Portland State for – one whole semester, Jerry Glanville was their fucking coach. Oh, shit. Wow. Boom. Senior? Senior? So Jerry Glanville lived and walked around in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a long time ago. So 09 to 11. So he was yeah, there. Seemed, yeah. Seems a little more acceptable then than now. Um, I, I'm surprised they even allow football anymore. But yeah, they, they lost. They, they lost to San Jose State by four. Um, I just think Auburn's going to run up the score and cover this number. That's the extent of my analysis. Auburn's not great, but San, San Jose State is worse, way worse. 30 uh, points worse. No, yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to jump in here real quick. I just want to, to fill in the gap there. Um, San Jose State was trailing with one minute and t- 11 seconds to go. They scored the go-ahead touchdown. Um, I don't know if they were okay with it, but, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have been, and now they're going to Auburn and yeah, this Auburn team ain't great, but good, good God almighty. Uh, I, I think it, this is the kind of thing where you just kind of have to see what Harson's capable of doing, uh, without the shot. I don't know how he's even still walking. If he doesn't have the shot. Uh, but, uh, we'll, we'll just see uh, San Jose State. I like the accent mark on our notes here. It's fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take uh, Auburn as well. Uh, I, I will be less likely to take them as the weeks continue, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah, War Eag. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I'm going to take Auburn here. Uh, that little nugget you shared about them barely beating Portland State because – Yes, Portland State's not very good. Um, I don't think they ever have been. So, and then, yeah, so give me Auburn. Interesting over-under, it's 51. Loyal listeners, take the under on this one because San Jose State might get a field goal, maybe, and Auburn will probably score like 35, maybe 42, and that's it, and you're still under your 51 there. So take it. I would say it's my lock of the week because I haven't said anything else. Okay, it's my lock of the week. Take the under. The under is my lock of the week. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with you guys too. I'll take Auburn, and I will give $20 to anyone who can pronounce that gentleman's name on the screen. Well, you're not sharing the screen anymore. Oh, what the fuck? No. Hold on. 
Dr. Rific. I see his name right there. You, you, there he is. It's right there. Shut up. Sorry. Pronounce that gentleman's name. Vita Vea. It is Look. spelled U-L-U-A-K-I-N-O-F-O. Last name T-A-L-I-A-U-L-I. Can't take Ko's next girlfriend. <laughs> Malt liquor for the win. <laughs> Uluwa Kenofo. Uluwa Kenofo. I think that might be right. Uluwa Kenofo. I mean, I I feel like my Talu Hawaiian Louis? blood is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Talia, course, he's not. He's not Talia, from Germany. I mean, Christ. Talia Louis. He's Mormon. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking surprise. Yeah, it's Samoan. By the way, how how great is this? Bill's just putting it on the Rams, thirty-one to ten right now. Is it really? Yeah, Stafford has at least two picks. This is fucking great. Fuck Stafford. Good, I got money on him. Yeah, as long as Cooper Cup gets, uh... he's got a mobilized. Oh, that gets a hundred yards. Oh, who has Josh Allen? I want to know. Your buddy. You want to talk about it? Your buddy. Oh, really? Diesel. Damn. I was so I was right. I kind of made a joke because when he threw that interception, I was like, "Good. I hope it's you know who." So uh, normally we breeze through these piece of shit games, uh, but at seven thirty Southern on Saturday, Southern is traveling to Baton Rouge. Uh, There is no line, so we won't be speaking about the game. However. However, we've got to talk about LSU. Um, LSU played the last game of the week, uh, major game of the week, and they hosted, and I'm putting that in quotes, FSU at the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, and uh, it was, it had the billing of a fucking like mid-major kind of game because no one really thought much of either team. Uh, the game turned out to be quite historic. And we were texting a little bit during this game. Um, uh, I think the majority of us were, we hate Florida State. Obviously, we want them to lose, but we'd love a shitty game where both teams look like shit. Um, but we got half of that. Um, both teams looked like shit. Um, FSU didn't look like total shit. It just, they looked beatable. And both teams looked beatable. And LSU got some kind of, I don't know if you'd call it a favorable spot or call at the end of the game. It seems like if your knee goes bound inbounds with no reason to stop the clock. It was the first down. Oh, it was the first down. That's right. But but there's like not enough time to spike the ball. Is that correct? Like there was yeah, literally. But what they so what they said was because I think FSU actually challenged the play. It wasn't a booth review. So if since FSU challenged it, the ball didn't the the clock didn't start until the snap of the ball. Okay, well, so had yeah, had it been called correctly on the field, then the clock probably would have run out. Yeah, was, I mean, it was a very close call. Yeah, I don't but blame them for making, the ref for making did a terrible start. job explaining it. Yeah, yeah, because I think was it was like he's like LSU has a free play. It's like, well, no, no, they they should have. Pumped the ball. Had yeah, to have it. snapped it when the – I mean, obviously there's going to be a whistle that calls already for play. And then, and then you, you have snap to it. Because yeah. I think that's what uh, 
I think was it Greg McElroy on the call or oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have Greg. We have Tessator and Greg this weekend. So get it bully oh. for us. But I'm we also have to the game. We How also have George. Yeah, I'm going. Unless, if I, unless I feel worse, which is possible, but eh, just go. Fuck it. You can explain uh, your voice away with the game, I hope. Um yeah, that'll be nice. The uh so anyways, uh I'm sure everybody not to I don't want to bore everybody with a recap, but LSU scores with no time left and then their extra point got blocked. And I, I mean, I totally saw that happening. I mean, I'm not, not because of what happened earlier in the game, but like, it's just one of those things, like the way the game was going, something fluky was going to happen. I, I thought they'd maybe, I, I contemplated for a second that they might go for two, but you know, as Bob Bowden says, you don't want to lose that game coming and making that comeback. Um, I mean, did they go 90 yards? 90 99 yards. yards. Yeah. 99 yards. Yeah. So fucking FSU. I mean, it was funny. I kind of agreed with McElroy after they muffed the punt, the second muff punt. He's like, you just got to let them score. Yeah. And they didn't. And FSU obliged by fumbling it. But yeah, they had to go 99 yards in like a minute. Um, but did you all see uh, Kelly's news conference? Yeah. The next day or that night? Uh, sometime this week. The one where he got called out by the reporter? Yeah. Yeah, like he Fantastic. was giving the reporter shit for being late. The poor's like, well, maybe if you won, we'd be on time. Right. Of course, then she that's, apologized. But I don't know that that's the best match of personalities. No. SEC no. reporters or, or do you mean like Kunas Just reporters? LSU fan and fucking Brian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and half their reporters, and there are fans. I mean, it was uh, – who was it? Who got in the – it was Bobby Bear, right? Who got in the – Oh, so, yeah. Was that – that wasn't with Orgeron, was it? That was with Miles? Or was it with Orgeron? I don't know. It was with one of I just two. know they're never happy. No. Yeah. I mean, not the, the Gators fans. I mean, we can't say much, but – No, they're like us in the West, except a little bit redder or a lot yeah. redder. But um, – I always kind of find us like I, I don't I don't think it's just because we play each other every year. I find a lot of similarities between Florida fans and LSU fans. That is crank up the insanity a little bit higher. Yeah, and we're less uh, we're less uh, aristocratic than a lot of the other SEC teams. Yes, you know? yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all dress up in fucking suits and all that bullshit. No, no, no. Me. We're but we're as intense and loyal or or whatever as LSU fans, but we're less crazy. Yeah, I think. And, and I Malta, think that has to do. Yeah, Malta, you you hit the nail on the head with one of your texts during the game when they showed Kelly, and you were like, "It doesn't look like he even wants to be there." Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, like he was like, "What the fuck did I get myself into here? Right. I don't have a roster." I'm in a place I probably don't like. I mean, yeah. it probably can't be any different than South Bend. I like any like they're polar opposites, right? Like oh god, yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of proper Midwestern Catholics. I mean, I guess Louisiana they're Catholic, but they're like Catholics on fucking meth, right? Yeah. Moonshine or yeah, moonshine yeah. and yeah. meth. If you're yeah. a if you're a white Catholic sounding guy in South Bend, you're gonna get all the 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 rope you need you know if you're making pro positive steps because i think tyrone willingham had a similar record 
as you know Charlie Weiss or something, whereas Weiss gets an extension and Willingham get fired or something like that. Yeah, I mean, well, no Weiss comparison. got the extension after they almost beat Southern Cal. Yeah, no, I, I'm not like I'm not buying into the whole it's all racist thing, but I just mean Brian Kelly got the opportunity to rebuild that team and and bring yeah. it to you know. For well, they viewed, they viewed Brian Kelly as a maniac in South Bend because he like his face got red and he cursed a lot, right? The one and guy's like, face got LSU, red. The one they're like, dude, you're not fucking insane enough. No, 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 no. Well, they had well, Ogeron. For him, well, yeah, look who he's following. That's what I was going to say. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I, I love. I don't know if this was something new that came out this week, but I love Ogeron's comment when he found out, you know, that they were getting rid of him and doing his seventeen million dollar buyout. Hey, what door do you want me to go out? <laughs> yeah. When do you want me to leave and what door do you want me to go through? Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought he made it. some comment about like some cheeseburger, you know, like being like, okay, I can pay, I can buy more fucking burgers now or some, you know, like also, you know, just that guy, something else, man. I miss him. And he's doing now. He left with like a cloud, didn't he? Like, I mean, there was a lot of crazy shit going on under his watch, or at least like that he got kind of shifted, that got shifted towards him. There was some uh, harassment and all that stuff. Remember, I think Juice or guy Yeah, it looks like he's taking at least taking a year off. He's yeah. not, he's not. So you, know who, you know who needs to like get out of my fucking timeline is Dan Mullen. I mean, fuck that guy. You know, he's yeah, like Bennett. That's the best, the best quarterback in the nation. Right. All right. So, I mean, obviously we're, we're kind of dragging here a little bit, but I mean, LSU, um, I look, if, if they had lost to any other team that way, I'd probably be happy. But right now I'm just kind of like, it, it didn't, I wish it, I mean, you know, it didn't, I wish it wasn't FSU that they lost to like that. Cause yeah, God help, I mean, God help me. I cannot stand that fan base. The only oh, thing that would have been better than LSU losing that game is FSU losing that game. And that way, especially the way they would have lost it. Yeah, that was some brutal yeah. shit, man. Up a touchdown with a minute and a half left inside the two, and you fucking lose it. That would have been awesome. God damn, that would have been beautiful. But because you said it, yes, sir. Both, both of these teams, they're not good. Yeah, neither of them are good teams. Like, they're yeah, I want to. I would. I think I don't know if I texted y'all this or some. I texted somebody this, but I was like, I wish we were playing either one of these teams next week. Yeah, you know, this is. Yeah. I mean, right now, I feel like we are definitely better. But like, if this is something one of them or both of them learn from, you know, fuck, you know, that's not what because we're riding so high, they're riding so low. Um, and I, you know, and you know, there have been times where I've, you know, clearly gotten overconfident and we lost to an inferior team, but. I don't know. If, I mean, I would have loved to have played either one of those teams that particular day or maybe even this upcoming week, but whatever. So uh, I guess we'll just uh, segue on. Um, this is an interesting matchup. This is like country come to town. Uh, I don't know much about the state of Arizona, except our, our cherished producer lives in the city where this game will be taking place. Mississippi State is traveling to Arizona. I mean, that is like, I feel like they're going to show up in their riverboats if you guys have uh, rivers there. And um, there's zero water here. There's zero water. Well, of Fucking course. I mean, desert, asshole. It is desert. Sorry. That was, play, play that was a grass. <laughs> so yeah. Arizona is 
a 10 and a half point home dog. Um, Mississippi State came off a like a, a, exactly the kind of game we um, well, I'm sure exactly the kind of game that that Mike Leach would appreciate. 49 to 23 over Memphis, where his quarterback passed for over 450 yards or exactly 450 yards. Um, Arizona last week beat San Diego State University. Um, it looks like that was, yeah, I guess it was on. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There are the Aztecs. Yeah. They beat them 38 to 20. You know, they put up some points. They had a uh, 460 plus you know, yards, uh, total, um, Mississippi state under a hundred yards rushing. Uh, no one should be surprised by that. When, um, Mike Leach's game plan is going, you should don't, don't look for the running game. I think, uh, the problem I have with this is Mike Leach's teams have been very, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, schizophrenic ish, uh, over the past couple of years, you know, they'll play great one year, one week, and then they'll just completely lay an egg and won't even get in the end zone or maybe get in one time. Um, I think this might be a case where sec speed and, you know, is brain superior, uh, 10 and a half is not an overwhelming number. Um, the over is the over is over under is 61 and a half. That's kind of interesting. Cause if, if Mississippi state's humming, that's the kind of, you know, they gave up 23 to Memphis, Arizona gave up 20 to San Diego state while scoring 38. I feel like this could be a high scoring affair. And this is the kind of game that I would stay up. And I, you know, presided my, provided I don't pass out myself. I feel like this is the kind of game I will stay up to watch at least some of, I'm kind of interested to see what happens. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the, uh, the road. Uh, well, I was going to say road dogs, which is accurate because of Mississippi state bulldogs, but they're actually the road favorites. Um, I am going to take Mississippi State to, and I I really kind of like the over. Uh, I think it's going to be an exciting. I hope exciting. You know, pack ten after dark with the you know the shit. I mean, this guy knows the team. This guy knows the pack ten. Mike Leach. I mean, this is this is right in his wheelhouse for a fucking exciting game. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, I agree. I I love Mississippi State here. Um, I mean, the only thing is that. Sometimes they tend to lay an egg, but this seems like a mismatch. So I am also laying the points and taking the road dog. Yeah. Uh, Arizona still reeling from the Kevin Sumlin era. Um, they're rebuilding. He's, he's, he's been gone now. This is the second season he's been gone. I, who's their coach? He's someone who's well-known. I can't remember who Arizona's coach is. Uh, so the, the thing that's funny is I was – because I think I saw something last week where they were losing their mind because they won. Like, why are they so excited that they won? They beat San Diego State. They were one in eleven last year. Yeah, and and zero and five. And their win was a ten to three victory over fucking Cal. They're god awful, god awful. And so Jed Fish, Jed Fish. That's who it is. Yeah, he was at Michigan. That's what it was. He was one of Harbaugh's assistants. Mm. And I think he's been around the NFL and NCAA for a while. Um, no shit, he went to Florida. Did he play at Florida? Uh, he was a – I don't know. He went to Florida. Let's see. Uh, had coaching record. He was the – I don't know what you – 
what is he was a high school oh he, he was the defensive coordinator at pk young and he was a grad assistant in from 99 to 2000 okay i don't see if he had a playing career though no, Probably. i guess he maybe it's not but uh for for you guys listening at home, we have this list as an eight o'clock kickoff. That's a that's Pacific time, so this is an eleven p.m. kickoff on the East yeah. Coast. So this is I'm really watching bed. <laughs> this is your Pac-10 after dark, big time. Um, I'll probably watch it. I'll be up getting prepped for uh, the Bucks game the next night. But yeah, I mean Arizona. I think I think Doctor said it. They suck, <laughs> and they do. They're terrible. Uh, if the Pirate doesn't cover this with Will Rogers as his quarterback, was Will Will Rogers? That that sounds like it should have been like some type of uh, like governmental official is trying to wipe out the Pirates. No, that Will Rogers was a cowboy actor. No, I know that, but oh. I'm saying like, it. It sounds like a name that you know, like Governor Will Rogers wiped out the pirate population and, and I don't know, wherever. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, yeah. You know, like is, it, yeah. It just sounds like one of those names. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rogers threw for 450 yards last week. He may get more this week. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's all I have to say about this game. Bulldogs. Sweep it. I think this game is definitely going over at 61 and a half. Do you ever have the opportunity to go to a University of Arizona football game? No, I can't find the fifteen dollars to buy a ticket. Sorry, I didn't say can you go afford to this it. One. I said, do you ever have the opportunity to go, like with family obligations, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. I, I will be broadcasting live on Patreon for this game from the stadium. Because <laughs> I mean, I if I feel like if I lived out there in a random SEC team game, I would like try to make it possible. But I, I mean, obviously. I don't. I mean, I hardly go to any Gator games, so it's not like I'm a fucking person to ask. But. Oh, I, I actually, talking about going to games, I do have a question before we go for you guys. So I'll be in Chicago the next couple of weeks. Next Saturday, uh, I was planning on going to a Cubs game. Never been to Wrigley. It's on the bucket list. I try to, any city that I go to, I try to make an effort to get to their, their MLB stadiums. Um so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Cubs game. But then I saw that Notre Dame is playing a home game. And I have the bandwidth to make it to South Bend. Should I go to a, the Irish or should I go to Cubs? Who are they playing? Oh, I knew that about three drinks ago. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, bring it up there, Mr. Producer. They got – they got uh... – Carolina, the 24th. Cal, the 7th. Cal, it's Cal. Okay, now they got Cal at home on the 17th. Yeah. yeah, so they're playing Cal. I mean, that campus is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah? Yeah. So that over Wrigley. And I've never been to Wrigley. Never. I'd say, why can't you do both? Do Notre Dame on time. Saturday and Wrigley on Sunday. You're more likely probably to get a better chance to go to a Cubs game than a than a Notre Dame game. There's yeah, eighty one of those a year. Yeah. Mm. All right. I will say. I mean, I, I say would this. say if you can make a long day out of it, go to Notre Dame. 
Okay. I mean, I haven't been to Wrigley yet, but I've been to Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't yeah, expect like, Wrigley to be rocking against the the Rockies with with the Cubs suck. So I think they suck. So. Yeah. I I saw them play the Rockies. That's funny. No, I saw them play Houston and the Diamondbacks. I um so I've been to three Cubs games. It was all in one weekend. And um it was awesome and surreal to be there. And I was also under 21, but yet still drinking. So the bleachers were fantastic. It's something everyone should experience if you really want to. That's the only way to go to Wrigley, I think, in my personal opinion, because I sat everywhere. We sat behind the dugout or behind the home plate, up the third baseline and in the in the bleachers. And the bleachers was awesome. Um, but I mean, if you get to go to, as doctor said, the, the odds of you being up near South Bend when there is a home game are significantly less than your ability to maybe go to Chicago one of 82 times in a summer. Yeah. In the yeah. future. Um, that's true. I, uh, the, cause you're not going to, you are, are not, I know you are not going to be cheap. Yeah. No, no. that's, a, yeah. Obviously if cost is an issue, then go to Wrigley, but. I know you and I know me. I mean, there's no way you're going to purposefully travel to South Bend and you're, and, you know, right? Right. Yeah. No, there's I mean, no this is a hell of a coincidence. So I guess we all uh, swept the Mississippi State game. And um, there are actually a lot more sweeps this year, this week, rather. No lone wolves, as it were. Um, I'm trying to stay, hopefully, in the middle of the pack so I don't get completely boat raced again. Uh, but, anyways. It was a great night, great time. Um, Dr. Riffick, our producer's got a lot of editing to do, but I think the consensus is uh, most of us are cautiously optimistic about Florida. Um, thank God we didn't have to discuss Georgia this week, but that is coming. Uh, the SEC slate is picking up and games will be fewer, but they'll be more intense and mean a lot more. It just means more in the SEC. So uh, for Malt Liquor, Gus, our producer, Dr. Riffick. I'm Cousin Bailey. Thank you for listening to the Bourbon Boys. Go Gators. Good night, everyone.